0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Bwati as Christ is magnified in you. I'm sharing with you this evening on something very important. I have a title today, I have a title of my message. Did I have a title for yesterday? I had a title for yesterday. Okay. I think when you're church, I didn't have a title. Sometimes I don't have a title. But it will be fine anyways. So I'm sharing on Grow in Grace. Grow in what? In Grace. Tell me about growing in Grace. <laughs> Tell the other neighbor, Grow in Grace. <laughs> Tell the neighbor behind you. growing grace. Wow. The last time I was in this auditorium was 2004. The last time I came here was in 2004. It's been many years. It's amazing seeing the place. The blessing. Hallelujah. Clearly, the auditorium there is not, it's not good for you. It's too small. God will move you out. That's what I'm talking about. Growth in grace. Okay? Growing grace. Tell neighbor. in grace. Tell that neighbor again. Growing grace. So whether you like it or not, life is spiritual. You can argue, you can you can argue that away, but that is the truth. Life is clearly spiritual. How do you explain cancer? How, doctor, how, how is cancer? How does cancer
1: come?
0: We don't know. The whole world, nobody knows. Yes. But Sandra says she knows. she knows. Do you know?
1: We don't know. All the money that
2: has been invested into research and all, nobody has found out.
0: In the sharks can find it. Wow. How about the students What would the accident <laughs> Only the word of God knows. <laughs> hey. How, what happened? Why is it that someone will start a business and the business will work? If the person is selling pure water, the pure water will be working. I know people have sold pure water and built houses. And yet, there are people who have also sold pure water and it's not, they've actually, they are in debt. Yeah.
2: Life is crazy, spiritual.
0: You, you, it's, it's something you 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 just can't uh, overlook. It's the truth. Hallelujah. How do you explain the supernatural? Some people have supernatural. It doesn't make sense that they can move from nothing to something over the years. It doesn't make sense. Naturally speaking, there's there's nothing natural. There are people who have not gone to school. If you say education is the key to success, there are a lot of people, especially in Ashanti region, Most of these were casbah, angel, what? Their Eh? Oh, who else? They, they didn't go to school. Dementia. You know cement here. There's a company here as well. Yeah.
2: How do you explain? What do you think about what I'm saying?
0: It's a clear that life is spiritual. Even the air you're breathing. Have you seen air before? You've never seen air before, but you are breathing it anyways. If something should happen to your your respiratory system, you'll be surprised. That even though your face is looking nice and every other thing is looking nice, something is off. And you have a problem. Wow. Life is spiritual. The earlier you accept that, the better. Okay? The earlier you accept that, the better. Look at Isaac's life in the Bible. The Bible talks about how Isaac was re-digging his father's wells. He would dig and he would find water. He will come and strive with him for it. He would move away from the water. As he moves away, that well dries up. He digs another and finds water. How do you explain it? He strives with him for that one too. He moves away, goes to another place and then finds, an, finds water. And the one he found earlier dries up. Can you explain it? It doesn't make any
2: sense.
0: In Genesis chapter 35, verse 1, okay, let, we can read, let me give you a background to the story, okay? Now, Jacob and his sons and daughters and his family is moving. They are moving. They get to a place called Shechem. And they stay there for some time. And this is all in chapter t- 34. Whilst they were there, one of the, the, the prince of the, of the place got involved with his daughter. One of his daughters called Dinah. Okay? And the brothers of Dinah were not happy that the guy had slept with the girl without marrying her. So they said that we'll kill you guys. Then the young prince and his father came to come and apologize and say that, oh, it was not intentional. In our town, that's how we do. If you see a small girl moving around and you like her, you can just it. but we didn't know that's not how, it's, that's not how it is in your, in, your, in your country. So forgive us. What do we do to be part of you? And Jacob told them that you need to be circumcised to be part of us. They said, oh, we'll be circumcised. Everybody in our town. All the boys will be circumcised. So that we can be a part of your lives. And you can also be a part of our lives. Wow. So they decided that okay we will circumcise. They circumcised all the men in the town. Everybody. At the height of their pain. The brothers of Dinah. Stepped out. Took swords. And killed all the men. They killed everybody. The sons of Jacob. They killed everybody in the town and took their wives and children for slaves. Jacob said, you have troubled me. Jacob was not happy at all. He knew he needed to move. And the story had gone to the other towns. So the the allies, there's no town that exists without allies. The allies of that particular town were going to kill Jacob and his children. Israel was going to end because of what Israel's sons had done. Okay? Okay. Then God comes on the scene and speaks to Jacob concerning what to do. He tells him, Take away all your strange gods and bury them under this particular tree and move to this place that I'm showing you. So he tells him, He says, And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there and make there an altar unto God that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. Uh. Next verse. Uh. Then Jacob said unto his household and to all that way with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. And let us arise and go up to better, and I'll make there an altar to God who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. Next verse. And they gave unto Jacob all the strangers which were in their hand, and all the earrings which were in their ear, ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. Next verse, that's five. Read this, one to go. How do you explain this? And they journeyed and the terror of God was upon the cities that were around. How did they how did they happen? They have done something wrong. <laughs> but God said, Don't touch this one. And nobody could touch them. They have done something. I ah, they killed the whole town. They killed all the males in a town and took their wives and children for slaves. Yet, because God was with them, life is spiritual. <laughs> it's serious. The tale of the Lord was upon the cities that were around about them, and they pursued not after the, after the sons of Jacob. They couldn't pursue them, it's died. Turn your life is spiritual. So What explains the supernatural um, elements that exist in people's lives? Okay, there are people who. It's like whatever the church works. Have you seen some of Sometimes you're in school with them. They don't learn much at the end of passing. It's like they have some kind of favor when they stand before the lecturer, something. They, they are asked questions that they can answer. They are asked questions that they can answer. Not outside what they can't answer. It's what they learn that comes into the exams. Yeah, there are those who go and stand. And when they stand, they will tell them, what is the name of the fingernail of a chicken? And you can't answer. I don't know if you are following what I'm saying is it? What is it? Yes. You need it. You need it. That thing that gives you an edge in life. just gives you an edge. You, your, your life is just beautiful. You're attractive. Wherever you go, you're accepted. You don't even ask for some things, but then it, it comes to you. Are you in the church? You like such things? Yeah. You escape accidents. One of our, one of our guys who is a mate in a car was, uh, they were in a car going to Takwade from Kaswa as they we were going they passed a certain uh, part of the road and then their tire exploded Exploded. when the tire exploded everybody in the car was, was seems to be a Christian they were all speaking in tongues and the car came to a slow halt and they parked when they packed and they changed the tire and everything, that's when they finished changing the tires and everything, and they sat back into the car. A car came. Another came, came. This was at midnight, like 12, 12 AM, 1am. Another car came on the other side, from the other side, and said that, eh! What happened to you people? They said, oh, our tire exploded. Then they said, God has saved you. There's a bus, a bus like yours, in front. That has had arm robbers killing everybody in the bus. No, this is a true story that happened. I hear it was on YouTube and all. They killed everybody in the bus and stole everything, including the TVs hanging in the bus. Like the TV in bus. Ba- what will you do with TV, bus TV? What are you going to do with it? They killed everybody and took everything from. Did, did anybody hear that story? It happened on the Parkway Road. Yeah. Can you imagine? What is that thing that makes you escape what you are supposed to
3: escape? And brings you into safety into safety. Secures
0: your life. Hey. Brings you to, brings you into favor. Like a deal comes, and you are the one that is coming to they will choose you. Wow. Especially when you don't qualify. It's called the grace of God. It is called the grace of God. Only some three people are in the church. I said, say, say it, it's called the grace, the grace of God. Ask your neighbor, are you in the church? What do your neighbor say? You are in the church. You see some people, they are always promoted. They are always promoted in life. You see them this year, next year when you come, they are different. They are higher. They are bigger. They are greater. The following year, they are getting better, bigger, greater. It, it's not normal. Because for most people, most people's lives stay at one place for five years. Some can go for 10 years. But what is that thing that brings increase and brings promotion into your life? The grace of God. Hallelujah. It exists. It's there. This church, love economy church, has, has some grace. It is not normal. What we do is not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. There's something happening. It doesn't make sense. How much have you prayed? We've not prayed much. I know you also know. We've not fasted much. It gives you the edge. Whatever you touch works. (laughs) Look at Genesis chapter 39. From verse
1: one,
0: Genesis thirty-nine. From verse one, grace. Say grace. So I'm here to talk to you about grace, growing in it. Okay, you can grow in grace. Keep your finger here. Go to Second Peter chapter three, verse eighteen. It says, "But grow in grace and in the knowledge." Of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Second Peter chapter 3. But read it to me once ago uh-huh. to Him be glory both now and forever. But grow in grace, so you can grow in grace, meaning that the grace of God is in different levels, it's in different measures, different levels at different times. Hallelujah. And you can grow in it. I want to, I want to sh- show you what grace is. And caught your interest in this particular thing called grace. Because that's what you need. That's what you need for the next level. That's what you need to be able to advance. To be able to go forward. You need grace. You need more grace. The Bible says he giveth more grace. God gives something called grace. He gives it. If you receive it, you are sure to go forward. You are sure to move to the next level you are sure to advance. But if that grace is not there, you will pull and push. You will struggle. You will put yourself into certain laws. Laws of prosperity. Law number one, do this. Law number two, do this. Law number three, do this. Law number four, do this. By the time you look at law number five, you stop stop doing one and two. Grace. Say grace. Grace we we'll go back to Genesis chapter 39. Genesis 39 from verse 1. This, and Joseph was brought down unto Egypt. Egypt is always down. Anything in the world is down. <laughs> and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captured the guard an Egyptian, brought him of the hand of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down there. The guy was bought. He was sold and bought. Look at the next verse. And the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. Say, the Lord was with Joseph. So, grace is the Lord with you. Grace is God with you. God in you. God's ability in you and in display around you. That's grace. So, this guy was experiencing the grace of God. So, he says, and the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. The guy was in chains and in boxer shorts, but the Bible says that he was a prosperous man. Nothing had happened, but he was prosperous. Why? Because of what he had. The Lord was with him. Even in the prison, he was, he was prospering there. He became the captain in the prison. That grace makes you. That's what does. Grace makes something out of your life, something beautiful out of your life. Okay? And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Next verse. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. He saw it. He noticed it. He noticed that this guy is different. How did he notice it? He says, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. This is it. Everything that he did, the Lord made it to prosper in his hand. So long as his hand touches it, something will happen. When he touches it, it will be different. Everybody will be doing it. It will not be working. But when he comes to do it, there will be a difference. You will see improvements. You will see a change. You will see a multiplication. You will see forward movements. You will see advancements. You will see prosperity. You will see health. Yeah. Grace. The Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Next verse, verse 4. And Joseph found grace in his master's sight. Grace is favor. So grace makes you have favor before men. Sometimes some people wonder why they are rejected at every interview. I remember the first time we were getting a visa from uh, the American embassy. I was with my son. And at the counter for the interview he took his shoes off and smelled, was smelling it. He said, You smell, Ah, oh, daddy, so smell, smell, then you collapse. Oh, daddy, I've collapsed. And you take it. While to- the white man was interviewing him, that was what he was doing. The white man was laughing. He said, Go, everybody, be happy. Go and be blessed. Just give everybody a visa. Go and be blessed. Whilst that was happening, whilst we were enjoying that, the next booth, the next two booths by us, next booth, next two booths by us, war. War was happening. It was not a small thing. Whoa. It was as though all those other places, they had sent send them to bounce everybody who goes to them. You go, get out. You are not going. You are not going. Get, you are not, they bounce about five people here, five people here, five people here, five people here. Wounds who we were enjoying. Just playing. Hey! Are you see what I'm talking about? It gives you failure before, men. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he set him, and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. Next verse five. And it came to pass from that time that he had, from that, from the time that he had made him overseer in his house, and over all that he did, that the Lord blessed the Egyptians' house for Joseph's sake, for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Wow. Grace. Say grace. <laughs> hmm. Grace. will make whatever you do beautiful. People say it's nice. Oh, are you yourself? You are not even saying it. Like, is this thing nice? You say it's very nice. People start looking for you and asking, you, how do you do it? How do, how do you do you?" Grace. Grace. So how do you find the grace? And how do you grow in it? I think that's the question to answer, isn't it? But let me show you some more concerning it. I want to wet to advertise some more. So that you allow all, your, all of your life to be about the grace of God. Yeah? Because we are actually in the dispensation of grace. If you read Ephesians chapter 3, what, what dispensation means time. Okay? The time we are in is the time of grace. God is sitting on the throne of grace. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse, verse 16, He says, let us come boldly onto the throne of what? Grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Isn't it? God is sitting on a throne and the throne he's sitting on today is the throne of grace. Meaning that he's sitting on the throne to help you. He's sitting on the throne to make your life beautiful. And Paul spoke about he being in charge of the dispensation of grace. Ephesians chapter chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. Look at Ephesians 3, 1 and 2. You like what I'm sharing with you? <laughs> Are you paying attention at all? <laughs> for this course, I am called the person of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles. If you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me, to you, what? The grace of God is given to me, to you, Lord. It's, it's the dispensation of grace. This is the time of grace. Every child of God must enjoy the grace of God. Practically in his life. 1 Peter chapter 1. Okay, go to... Let's read from verse 10. Peter 1, 10 and 11. Okay? This of which salvation the prophets have inquired and diligently. He's talking about... Okay, let's read from verse 9 into verse 10. Okay? Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your, of your souls. Next verse. Then it says, of which salvation, of your salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Is all the prophets of old inquired and searched concerning... Our salvation diligently, like that was what they spend their time doing, looking, concerning, looking into our salvation. Oh. And we, we have it and we don't appreciate it. <laughs> Amazing. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired, but you are not like that. See, I'm not like that. I like the, the grace of God, and I like the salvation we have. All right. of which salvation the prophets have inquired and said diligently who prophesied of what of the grace that should come unto you they spoke about the grace of God that should come unto you they spoke about how God will be helping you in your life they spoke about it they prophesied about it how how different your life will be how special your life will be how excellent your life will be how much blessings you will be to the world they spoke about it now, you may say, I'm not seeing anything in my life. You need more grace. That's what you need. That's what you need. You need more grace. If you realize you've stayed on a certain level for a long time, what it means is that you need to receive more grace to be able to jump to the next level. Wow. So, what is grace? You want to know what grace is? How many of you want, want to know what grace is? Okay. So let me let me define grace for you. You have a pen and a paper, or a pen and a notebook. And I start. Grace is the supernatural ability of God. Grace is the supernatural ability of God working in the life of a man or woman. Grace is the supernatural ability of God. Working in the life of a man or woman. That brings him or her joy. <laughs> that brings him or her what? Joy. Grace is a supernatural ability of God. Working in the life of, of a man or a woman. That brings him or her joy. Pleasure. Joy. Pleasure. Delight joy, pleasure, delight, charm, charm, yeah, it brings charm into your life, there's a certain charm about your life,
3: (laughs) sometimes you go to the market to go and buy tomatoes, you realize that everybody is going to this particular tomato seller,
0: have you seen some before? it's either he's, the person is using juju or the person has a lot of grace. It's one of the two. We don't do things with our physical life. It's more than that. Life is more than that. You know what it means to have to start a business for people to be procuring what you are procuring. It's one of the most difficult things on earth. You know what it means to sit in a taxi and be driving and people stop your taxi to sit inside for you to get job. Uba. Uh, hey, you, you, you drive through tower, uh, no, nothing. You waste all of, of all of your You need grace. Hey. I know somebody who left school about 10 years ago who has not sat, he's a, he's a private, he was working on his own. Okay, he works on his own. He has never had time for himself because he has been working since he left school. And he's always getting a job. Contrast. Too many contracts. So now he rejects a lot of them. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm talking about a contract that could be 100,000. 200,000. He can't do it. I can't do it. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm stressed. Because he's doing so much. He doesn't sleep. When he touches it, it works. While someone else doing the same thing does not have, like, he, the person's not even giving, getting thousands of CDs in a month. He is getting hundreds of thousands. When he touches, I know him, pe- I'm not joking with you. I, I wish I could mention his name, but it's not healthy for you. So I'll not mention his name. I, if I were telling you a lie, I would have told you. Yeah. Wow. It's God's grace. It makes what you are doing beautiful. It makes what you are doing excellent. Okay? There's a certain charm about you. Hmm? Oh yeah, I would say charmings. There's a certain charm about you and about all that you do. It's attractive. It's beautiful. It's it's exciting. When you do it, it's exciting. Grace, it's, it's grace. It's the grace of God. Nothing else. If you catch what I'm telling you, you you always know what to do. what to increase it. In. If you want to go for it, you know, okay, this is what I need to do. <laughs> increase grace. That's what you need. Wow. The grace is the supernatural ability of God working in the life of a man, that brings him joy, pleasure, delight, charm, sweetness. It brings him sweetness. That some people wonder, Ah, why is this guy is, is he never sad he's, he will never be sad why because he's, he has a grace what brings sadness does not touch him it doesn't touch him even what brings sadness does not succeed in making him sad what brings sadness will come but it doesn't it can't destabilize his peace are you in the church yeah. Sweetness. Loveliness. Loveliness. Makes your life lovely. Everything about you, lovely. Fruitfulness. Truthfulness. Benefits. Benefits. Acceptability. Favor. You can go on and on. Eh? It brings him a man... Grace is the supernatural ability of God working in the life of a man. That brings him joy, pleasure, delight, charm, sweetness, loveliness, fruitfulness, benefits. It brings him benefits. He has benefits. <laughs> Acceptability. When he, when he does something, he's accepted. When he shows up, he's accepted. Whatever concerns him is accepted. He cannot be rejected. When they see for the first time, they say, oh, come, come! There are some people who are always chosen. Grace, they are always chosen in the lot. Oh, you do this. Hey, so if you realize that it's like they yeah, are not choosing you much, your life is not. It's like you are not being, like, you are not getting favor. You need to do something, and you can do something. I'm going to show you. You, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in. you. So that's why I came. So I'm going to show you. Okay." I'm going to show you how to grow in this thing. But I want to show you more about what it is. The more you know what it is, the, the more your appetite is wet for it. Like you will not play with it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking to people, and I say, More grace. I've been seeing that a lot these days. For the last almost uh, year and a half, I'll say, More grace. God has me start greeting people like that, or start signing off more grace. And then it's like, Oh, uh, amen. But you, you don't know what it is. <laughs> Today, I'll show you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Another definition of grace. Let me show you another definition of grace. So, grace is a merciful kindness by which God is a merciful kindness by which God exerting his holy influence. Grace is a merciful kindness. Okay? By which God. Comma, Exerting his holy influence. God exerts his holy influence eh, upon souls. Grace is the merciful kindness by which God exerting his holy influence upon souls turns them to Christ. Number one, turns them to Christ. So without the grace of God, nobody can turn to Christ. When someone gives a line to Christ, it's an expression of the grace of God. That's the number one thing. The merciful kindness by which God, what? Exerts His holy influence upon souls. Number one, it does a number of things. Number one, it turns them to Christ. So, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Look at Ephesians 2 8. Without the grace of God, coming on again. It's the grace of God that leads you again. When someone gets on again it's a manifestation of the grace the manifestation of the work of God, the influence of God, the holy influence of God upon the person's soul. It shows that God has just done something right like now. So For by grace, I say, Ah, through faith. And that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Not of what expect anyone should lose. That's a very good. Not always anyone should lose. by grace, I say, It's the grace of God that if you see someone getting born again, the Holy Ghost, the, the influence of God, the Holy Ghost. As an example of the position for bringing this Christ. chapter 2, verse 11. The grace of God that brings salvation. The grace of God brings salvation. Mm? The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men. Teaching us.
1: For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It's the grace of God that brings. He exists Mm?
2: in turning people to Christ. Number two. Strengthens them
1: in Christ. Peace and strengthens them in Christ. Them in Christ. So a, it takes grace to be in
0: Christ. And it takes grace to be strengthened in Christ. Are you there? Without the grace of God, you will not be kept in Christ. Being confident of this very thing that you have begun a good work in you. Salvation is the work of God. is the one who has begun a good work in you. More personal so that they will so, this is only influence that is acceptable. If, you, if your is not because you are smart, it's because of the manifestation of the grace of God. your It's because of the way of in your mind. Your life, your, your life as a as a star of God, going the right way, is a manifestation of the grace of God. It's not because you are, are, still discipline. you are not disciplined at all. You are not disciplined at all. The implication of one of the is being content of spending. That he when we got a good work in you, who's the one who began a good work in you? Jesus Christ. God himself. He says he will perform it
1: until the day of Jesus Christ. He's our own gifts you.
0: Faith is in who has followed you. And who also to perform it? God is able to keep you from falling. you. He's the only you. I
1: don't know if you do a student I mentioned. He
0: keeps with you. If you are not being fed, that you are you are of You are are not fed as much as of the like You wait for it. Do it. you need? What you need grace? You need to increase in grace. When I give some money, you still You will not. You will test the You will study the ways Yes, you should. is it that you? is it that who also will do it? are one who calls you, will not. Philippians chapter
1: be 2, verse 12 and 13.
2: Philippians 12 and 13.
1: Wherefore, my beloved, as you are always will
0: be known as my precious money, I now ask you, where is your own salvation? With fear and trembling, how? Oh, for it is God, which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his own good pleasure, is the work of God. That causes you to will, to be willing and to do. His only plan. Look at the other side of his flesh. Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the world effectively at work in you. Energizing and giving you the power and the desire to win, and to work So you. He exerts only he influence on you, on your soul. And I that's why I always try to go in the Lord without the Lord. I don't know how you go in the Lord without the Lord. I think you try to go in the Lord without the Lord, that's the way. God sees a relationship with you. God is not broken. God, God is not super bad. You give five sins and then you get 50,000 at the end of the day. No, God is not like that. He sees a relationship. So, all you need to do is focus on him. That's what God says. Looking at what's the that will be to Jesus, who is, a and that be he is the one who is the one who is the one the one
1: who it. And strength, he and the that is why in Romans, the one who is the one who is the one who is the the one who is the one who is the one who is the the one who is the one one the one who is the Acknowledge God to believe. You see, God's holy By yourself to be dead in God's faith and alive. You Jesus Just recognizing what he has done. An has lost, fully and it as his love. holy influence ends up to in yourself. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Are you
1: there, <laughs> In the at all.
0: Don't just stand in the There's something to do. Okay? That's, that's
1: something to do. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, now I'm going to ask what? 10 steps in Christ, and I'm going
0: to ask what? 10 steps in Christ. And I'm going to ask what is the English system in Christian faith? The English system in Christian faith? I, I I
1: can see so much go, go.
3: go. go. go Ooh, this is three. So next one is four. Knowledge increases them in knowledge.
2: Yes. Without the grace of God, you can't increase in knowledge. Do so I give you a scripture to that? Ephesians chapter three. <laughs> we read we started reading one and two. Isn't it? You remember. Ephesians 3, 1 and
3: 2. So, let me read it again. Ephesians 3, from verse 1. For this cause I have for the priest of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given unto me, you what? How that by revelation He made known unto me the mystery as I wrote up for in few words. Who made known unto Him the mystery? God. So it's the action of God that brought him knowledge. That brought him revelation. It's the grace of God that brought him revelation. I don't know if you are seeing it. It's the influence of God that brought him the revelation. It is how that by revelation he made, he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote that for in few words. Verse 4. Whereby when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. So God gave him the knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Paul talks about how that the, the, the revelation he has was not revealed to him by man. Revelation 1. He says it was God Himself
2: who gave it to Him. So God brings you, He
3: brings you knowledge. Without Him, He is a spirit of revelation. Hmm? Knowledge of God's word is by Him, it's not outside of Him. That is why you can go to the school of theology, a theological seminary, and learn and you come back as an unbeliever. You renounce God after. So many people have had that. I know someone personally who went to a Bible school came out and said that now he doesn't believe in a lot of things. He doesn't believe in salvation. He doesn't believe that when, you, when we are supposed to pray for people to be saved, that those who be saved will be saved. Yeah, before he went, he believed that salvation was by. What, what happened to Romans chapter 10, verse 13, 14, and 15? You know what I'm talking about? How shall they believe in whom they have, they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach? They said they be sent. Without a preacher, they cannot hear, and they cannot believe, and they cannot be saved. Hallelujah. (laughs) So it is the revelation. God gives you revelation. God is the one who unveils the word of God to you. So he gives you. It's the grace of God. What we know is not because we've studied the Bible like with pen and paper, whatever. It's the grace of God. It's God bringing us, teaching us the word. Hmm? The grace of God teaches us. Chapter 2, verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation eh, has appeared to all men that is teaching us the grace of God teaches teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldliness, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. He teaches you and gives you the ability to do what you think. Are you seeing it. Do you like what I'm sharing with you, or you prefer me talking about something
1: else?
3: Wow.
2: So, number 5, right? That was number 5. Number
3: 4. Number 6. Number 5 now. Okay. Ability to exercise Christian virtues. It gives you, the grace of God gives you ability to exercise
2: Christian virtues. the, of the
3: 5, verse 22. What does Galatians five twenty two say? Now, the gift of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, is what. It is the fruit of the recreated human spirit as a result of the presence of the Holy Spirit inside you. That gives you Christian virtues. It helps you to be able to develop Christian virtues. So the grace of God is what brings those things to bear in your life. Hallelujah. So let's pick Paul's life. Let's pick Paul's life. How many of you know Paul? In the Bible.
2: Great. Let me ask you How many of you know about Paul?
3: Beautiful. In a church. Yeah, in the Yeah. People say Paul didn't come early, but he's more than those who came ahead, ahead of him. Yes. Paul a one-man term is come for. That's the English way of saying it. Paul a one-man term is for. Now, what made Paul's life exceptional? Because no matter what you do, every service, we'll quote Jesus, we'll quote Paul. We'll talk about Jesus, we'll
2: talk about Paul. Every time. What made Paul
3: what he was? It was the grace of God. So, the grace of God made Paul into a minister with several abilities. That was the first thing that the grace of God did for him. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 7. Ephesians 3 verse 7 without grace you are nothing without grace you will suffer without grace
2: hmm.
3: you will you will struggle for a very long time very very long time for many many years you can cry as much as you want your tears does not change god your tears is not want to change god Hannah cried for many years she didn't change god because in her tears she was complaining she never came to a place of recognizing God's need. God had the need of a prophet. When she realized that God needs a prophet. And came into covenant with God. That if you give me a child. I will give the child to you. God give it the child. Yeah.
2: So you have a lot of Christians who are praying and crying. What are you supposed to do? Well
3: if you don't know you struggle. What you don't know, eh? what you don't know, you don't know. No matter your age. No matter your status. What you don't know, you don't know. If you don't humble yourself and commit to learning, forget it. You're out. Maybe you are young, so you feel that I'm young. I have opportunity. Listen. If you don't learn what you are supposed to learn today, 10 years will not change anything. Time only reveals the investment you have made in the spirit. That's what time does. Time is a revealer. If you invested nothing, you will have nothing. If you invested something, you will have something. That's what time is for. Haven't you seen people who have started things after 10 years and not doing anything? 20 years, nothing is happening. 30 years, nothing is happening. Because they've They've sold nothing.
2: We'll have hopes, but it never comes to pass. Yeah.
3: So you need to show the right things into your life. Okay? So let's look at Paul. Paul's point. How did Paul become what he became? He says, wherefore I was made a minister, whereof I was made a minister, according to the gift of grace, of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. He says, I was made a minister by the gift, the grace of God, which was given unto me. So he became what he became because of the grace of God. And the grace of God that made him a minister gave him several abilities. Look at the next verse. Unto me who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ? He says, I had the ability of God to expound to the Gentiles the innumerable. Let's read the amplified. So without the grace of God, eh, even your your calling will not, you will not even know your calling. To start with, and you will not be able to execute your calling, and you will end up in heaven as a child of God. Not as a pastor. I'm talking about. I'm talking to you as a child of God. You end up in heaven as a child of God with nothing. Okay. This earth is transient. Do you understand transient? It is passing. It's temporal. People are dying and going. You think you're exceptional? You, you too. You will die and go. But when you die and go. What will you say to your master? Whether you like it or not or know it or not. God has brought you here on earth for his purpose and for his cause. Not for your purpose and your cause. Not for your education or for your marriage or for your children. More than that. Your life is higher than that. It takes grace to know what God has called you for and to be able to fulfill it. So he says, to me, though I'm the, least, the very least of the saints, God's consecrated people. He didn't say, I'm the very least of the preachers. And the release of the sins This grace, favor, privilege was granted and graciously entrusted. For what purpose? To proclaim that to the Gentiles, the unending, boundless, pathomeless, incalculable, and exhaustless riches of Christ, wealth which no human being could have searched out. Look okay, at the next verse. He had these abilities. He could preach it. Apart from that, he could make all men decisions and to el- also to enlighten all men. And to make plain to them what is the plan regarding the Gentiles and providing for salvation for, of all men, of the mystery kept hidden through the ages and considered until now, in the mind of God, who created all things by Christ Jesus. The King James is good. Let's read the King James. He says, and to make all men see. He could make people see. Hmm? And to make all men see, what is the fellowship of the mystery? He could open their eyes. It was a grace of God. That's what Jesus, right? It was a grace of God that was given to him to be able to open people's eyes. For them to see the mystery of God. So even though he was a, he was a, he says, I was a list of the things. Even though he was a last. He was brought to the fore. Because of the grace of God that was given to him. And the fact that he knew that grace. He knew he had that grace. He knew it. And because he knew it. It started showing forth in his life. It's just about being strong in the grace of God. If you don't know that you have grace for something. You will, not be, you will not be strong in it. So he knew he had grace. He knew what he had been called for. He knew it was a grace of God that was working in his life. That grace worked in him to make him work hard. A hard-working person is not hard-working because he just, he just wants to be hard-working. It takes grace to be hard-working. First Corinthians chapter ten, chapter 15 verse 10. It took the, the grace of God to make Paul labor above and beyond what was normal. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Have you seen it? I am what I am by the grace of God. Yeah. It's true, Some By the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace was bestowed upon me, was not in, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. He says, the grace of God, which was with me, caused me to labor. So sometimes you start a business and you are feeling lazy. It's your business, you started it. No motivation to continue. You start a relationship. You, don't, you are not motivated after some time to continue. You need grace. You start a project. You are building. After some time, there is no, no motivation to continue. Grace will work in you the ability, the strength, to want to do what God wants you to do. Are you in a church? Without grace, you can't work hard. Colossians chapter 1, verse 28. Colossians 1, says whom we preach Christ whom we preach warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus verse 29 whereunto i also labor striving according to this working which worketh in me mightily says i strive i labor striving according to it's according to his working not according to my own whatever one know my sisters was telling me Pastor, it's like you, you, you're able to move. Like you, you, can, you can move here and do this and do this. it's the grace of God? How do I keep going? Is there grace of God? Nothing else. It's not because I am hard work. I am I'm one of the laziest person on earth. On a normal day. But the grace of God empowers me and gives me ability to be about what I am supposed to be about. <laughs> if you don't know grace, you will struggle for nothing. Look at the Amplified of this verse. For this I labor unto weariness, Striving with all the superhuman energy. Which he so mightily enkindles and works within me. He so mightily works and enkindles within me. It is him. Not you. So you have to start to learn to depend on him. Not on yourself. You grant me strength to do this. And you, you receive strength to do it. Wow. I in the church? Give the Lord a shout if you are in a church. It is grace that makes you
2: go through tough times and survive.
3: Without grace, you don't go through tough times and survive. What did Paul face? Paul faced a lot of... Listen, Paul was beaten, battered. So many things. Look at First Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 7.
2: Look at 2 Corinthians 12 from
3: verse 7. He says, Unless I should be exalted above measure, put the abundance of the revelation. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The, mes- the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. What was the messenger of Satan? The messenger of Satan was the, the reaction of the Jews to all his messages. When he preaches and Jews are there, the Jews will react, they will catch him and beat him. Eh? Go to chapter chapter eleven. Let me show you some things in chapter
2: eleven. Are you in the church? Ah. Let me read from from verse twenty three.
3: He says, "Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more in labor, more abundant. What was making him labor? The grace of God, right?" He's in labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequent. Nobody suffered. Listen, Paul was not supposed to have success in his ministry. Because he suffered more than anybody. But he says, In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequent. In death, often. He died often. Next verse. Of the Jews, five times received that forty stripes. Save one. Thirty-nine lashes. At five different times. Next verse. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. And night and a day have I been in the deep, in the middle of the sea. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. Have you seen these problems? Next verse. In weariness and painfulness. In watchings often. In hunger and thirst. In fastings often. In nakedness and cold. Next verse. Besides those things that I was doubt. That which cometh upon me daily. The care of all churches. All the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak. Who is offended and I, am not, and I, am, and I bear not. If I must miss glory. I will glory of the things which concern my infirmities. Next verse. In Damascus. The, the governor and the heriters. Next, Next Go back. Go back to that place. 30. In, da- in Damascus, the government director, the king, held the city of the Damascus with a garrison, desires to apprehend me. Next verse. And through a window in a basket was I let down by the wall and escaped his hands. This was the tone in his flesh. This was the problems. He had plenty. Of, they were beating him. All kinds of things. Now he besought it. I besought God. I asked God about God. Why? Oh my God. Why is all this thing? What is all this? What's all this pressure? Look at God's response. That's in chapter 12. So that's the next chapter. So chapter 12, we started reading verse 7, isn't it? Look at chapter 12, verse 7. We read all the way to verse 12. It says, Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the that was given unto me, as thought in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Next verse. I just explained to you the message of Satan, right? For this thing I besought the Lord three times or thrice, that I, it might be taken in my depart from me. Next and he said unto me, the Lord said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, my, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So the grace of God made him, give him ability to go through these things and come out not hurt, but come out refined, better, stronger, greater, with more wisdom, with more ability, more humble, yeah, it takes grace to go through challenges and come out strong. There are challenges that kill others, will not kill you. Hey! Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Next verse. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Who takes pleasure in infirmities? Unless God is there, you will not take pleasure in it. If I take pleasure in infirmities. In reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. When I am weak, then am I strong. My grace is sufficient for you. That's what God told him. Wow. It's grace. You go through a tough time and everybody wondering, how did you come out? What happened? How were you able to go through these challenges? Yes, I was talking about process. In the other church. I spoke on how the word works. The word works with time. The word works with time. The word works with process. You can't jump the process. You can't jump the gun. No. If you don't go through the, the process. You will not have the results. So God gives you grace. To be able to go through the process. He gives you ability to be able to go through the process. Without ability you can't. You will collapse after some time. Wow! Are
1: you church? God bless you for listening. We pray that the Word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the Word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word.
2: Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God